0: Yo, what up, what up, what up? You're listening to the K2Way Podcast. Let's do it. It's been a rough couple of weeks. Not bad, just trying to get back to podcasting visiting family school and everything man it's just been one thing after another and i tell you what seems like every time you go to do something good evil's present not necessarily i'm just but at any rate i've been kind of off for a couple weeks well i haven't been off it's just been but you get point being is that i haven't been here to download some knowledge on this podcast and uh I want to apologize for that. I'm not going to promise that moving forward. I won't have other things that come up because so just bear with me. Shout out to Coach Mike James, PNC Life Coaching. And the reason I say that is because recently, probably about a week or so ago, I was listening to a week or so ago now, I was listening to one of his podcasts and it was one of his early episodes, I think episode number two, Black Business Booming Podcast on YouTube. Shout out um, Instagram, TikTok, all that. You know what it is. Uh, But I was listening to his podcast on uh, Black Business Booming, and he was interviewing a content writer uh, by the name of Erica Wade. Pretty dope interview. And about 26, 28 minutes in, he kind of, uh, well, she mentioned a line that that really resonated with me. And the line that she used, she said, um, you can't starve what's in you. And that really resonated with me just because I think, obviously, if you have a talent, if you have something in you, then... You want to try as much as you can to cultivate that. You want to try as much as you can to position yourself in that way. But I also thought about it on the flip side, on the opposite side, right? When are there times when you do need to starve what's inside of you, right? And I kind of thought about that on a on a deeper level. I was just kind of thinking, and the verse that immediately came to mind was, Um, I die daily and sort of the train of verses that follow that, I think. And that's in First Corinthians 15 and I think 31, if you're interested. And I think there's also kind of a discussion about it in Romans. There's a discussion about dying to self in Galatians chapter two. But the point of me bringing that up is I thought about sort of the process that it takes for us to refine ourselves. Obviously, this podcast is about a, a journey of very marginally, you know, changing who you are changing yourself to be that person that you're trying to get to. It's not going to happen in a day. And some people measure success in money, right? Obviously, but I think there's also a character dynamic that goes with that. And we always say it. It's nothing new, but you want to make sure that your character matches the money that you're making. If you're making good money, then you, well, let me rephrase. You want to make sure that you have the good character to match the money that you're going to be making. Even if you don't have money, you need to have good character, right? But if you're going to be making good money, which I believe you will, that's why you're here. You need to be building good character to match good money. And think of yourself as a role model. That's okay. Because when you are successful, when you are doing something that people love, that people enjoy, that people admire, they're going to be looking up to you. And not necessarily that they know that they're looking up to you in that way, but there's something about your energy that they know that they like. And so they want to kind of pattern their lives around that. That's okay. Some people shy away from being a role model. You shouldn't shy away from being a role model because it holds you accountable because now you know people are looking at you. There's nothing wrong with people looking at you, man. Step into it. Don't run away from it. Step into it. If you are a role model. Step into being a room, And that doesn't that doesn't necessarily mean that you have to start acting brand new. You don't have to start doing things radically different. If you're doing something that is working, then do that. But also being cognizant of the things that you say might be something that you change. Right. And so when we're talking about dying daily and we're talking about refining ourselves and bleeding these things out, we're talking about a purpose. If my purpose is to be a role model on a small scale or a larger scale, then I need to be that. I need to focus on that. I need to follow that. And I'll dive into this. Some of us are, we have one talent, right? Some of us have one talent. Uh, Some of us have multiple talents. Those with one talent, you need to be 100% proficient at what you're doing, period. But if you have two, three, four, five talents, get away with 85, 95%. So you're sort of like a, a jack of all trades, but you want to go to the one that's proficient at a hundred percent. If you need help, if you need a role model to get better, if you're a jack of all trades, then you need to be going to the one that's proficient, right? And so you want to kind of focus, but you're not trying to take what the proficient person is doing because they are gifted to do that, right? You are gifted to be sort of interdisciplinary, and I say that because with one path of life or with one talent, let me say it that way: with one talent there are associated struggles. Like if you're a singer, right? If you're a singer and your path is to be big, say, let's just say, for example, you might not want to be big. You might want to operate on a small level, but let's just say you want to be big. If you are a singer and you want to be big, then there is an associated path with that, right? You have to talk to the right people. You have to get in the right circles. You have to go to the right places. You have to sort of iteratively grow, in order to be the best singer at the best level. And look, I'm not the type of person that's gonna network with everybody just to be networking with everybody. I know that's conventional wisdom, you network, you just talk to people just because, but I'm more of the opinion of being very specific, being very intentional about who you go out to talk to, who you go out to network. Um, and it's probably just because I'm getting older and I want to save my energy. So I don't just want to be in everybody's face talking about any and everything, talking to people for three hours about stuff that I don't care about. I want to get to the specific point. I want to know that you're passionate, as passionate about this thing as I am. And I want to make sure that we're on the same page. I don't want to be talking about all that stuff over there. I just, I don't, you know, and another thing about that, sometimes sometimes. When you do allow people in, you know, you're talking to other people, when you allow other people in in your circle or in what you're building, that when you're not being intentional and you allow other people in that circle, they may be good. They may be degreed. uh, They may have a lot of great ideas, but if their vibe doesn't fit the culture of what you're trying to build, I don't think that's the best fit. Because you are trying to not only build a company or a brand, but you're trying to build a culture around your brand, around your company. And if there is a way that they want to do it that does not fit with the way that you want to do it, there's nothing wrong with having somebody to play devil's advocate and to kind of help you steer. But if they're trying to completely go to the left with the culture and you're trying to go to the right, I don't think it's going to work. I don't think it makes sense. And I think we do that quite often. I think we do it all the time. You know, we 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 compromise our businesses, man. Look, we be putting people on boards, you know, to, to, trusting them with something that we have built up. And that person, because they have a different vision for the company right now, they put they put some money in your, behind your business is let's not forget man i put money i put time behind this business but now because they've come in they put money behind this business now they think that it's solely theirs i kind of figure that you're investing in me. Now that doesn't mean that I'm just going to waste away money. I'm not going to do that. That's, that's not what you do. You got to be a good steward of money, whether you get it, where you get it out the mud or you get it from somebody else. But what I'm saying is I don't want to be connected with somebody that's going to stab me in the back. I don't want to be connected with somebody that's going to try to come and take my business from under me just because they disagree with me. I don't agree with that approach and people do it. They think it makes sense but I don't think it makes sense to move out the creator. And I think sometimes when you're networking with people who have that mindset or don't understand the culture, I think there's a real possibility that that happens. I mean, you always gotta watch your back in anything, but I'm saying when you connect with people that don't understand your vision, I think it's more probable that they'll be prone to try to move you out of the way, out of the business that you've created. And guess what comes after that? Bitterness, anger, frustration, stress on your body, you're doing worse in your body. They've gone on about their business. They know they've taken they 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 they've taken your stuff and they're going home and they're justifying it with a spouse, friend, everybody. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, they didn't know what they were doing. They were a rookie, blah 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 blah. Maybe I was a rookie, okay? But you could have helped me. Right? And so getting back to what we're talking about, there's associated struggles. So if this is your baby, if this is your business, you're gonna have to go through those struggles to get to the benefits. Right. And, it, and and if you're a, if you're a multi-talented person, then it is my theory that you're going to have to go through multiple struggles, right? You, if you're a singer, if you're a content writer, if you're a content creator, if you are all those things, all of those things are in your wheelhouse. I believe that there are different paths Right, that have to align, and you have to learn how to make them come together in a way that works for you. That's where we get the uniqueness in our personalities and the uniqueness in our journeys because we are trying to take three different paths, or one if you're single talented, that's okay, but if you you got four or five talents or whatever, you're trying to bring all of these talents together and you're trying to mesh them together in a way that works for you, right? And so there are. Downfalls, there are challenges, there are pitfalls in each one of those things that you're going to have to face. And here is where Dying Daily comes in, I believe dying daily comes in. When you see those issues, you see those challenges and you say, in order for me to get to that benefit, in order for me to get to the other side, in order for me to be living the lavish life that I expect to be living, you know, I might have to go through to do some things. I might have to struggle a little bit. And that's what it is. I heard, I've heard people, you know, say, Man, I don't wish that, you know, I, I don't want none of that struggle. I don't want that da, 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 and all such as that. And I thought to myself, man, if you don't struggle a little bit, right, if you don't struggle just a little bit, how are you going to get to the other side? You got to die to yourself in order to know what you're capable of, not what anybody else is or what you think you're capable of. Sometimes you have to be sure and confident about what you're capable of. Man, over this past weekend, I was talking to my dad. And I remember when we were young and we were talking about my nephew, man, and he's doing way better than we were in high school. Man, he's faster. He's stronger. And he's only a sophomore. I'm not afraid to admit that. I don't care. I'm proud of him. Um, but we we're talking and uh my dad ran track, you know, basically all his life and all, all his high school career. And uh I remember one uh, one off season me and my brother played football one off season uh we wanted to get faster and so the coach was always hey man you guys if you guys want to get faster you go run track I was like oh absolutely coach. Bet we'll be out there. So we came out there, man, and he uh, <laughs> gave us. We weren't on officially on the track team, man. We didn't want to commit like that. But uh, he was like, "Well, I-, I can give you guys some exercises to get started." I said, "Okay, absolutely, that works perfect." So you know, we're watching the guys and on the on the track, the actual uh, official uh, track team, watching those guys get started. A couple friends of mine, man, and uh, from football as well, and uh, we watching these guys get started, started to do their thing. And so they take off on the other side, and coach, man, I want y'all to get like six hundred meter dashes in. I want y'all to run up the hill, whatever. You know, it's gonna work. This is gonna work that, and da da da. da. Man, in that hot Texas sun, man. Whoo, boy! I tell you what, it's not the workout itself, but man, it's just the mind games that it plays with you, man. And I told, I told my dad that I said, man, it's not that track is that bad. It's just that the mind games that it plays with you my dad was like, mm-hmm, it's those mind games. And I'll be honest with you, man, I ended up quitting just because I couldn't, I couldn't take the thinking. I couldn't take the mind games that were associated with that. I didn't want to deal with it. That's not a part of the burning process that I wanted to go through. That's not a part of the dying process. I couldn't, I wanted to be better, but I didn't want to be better. I wanted to be faster. That's what we were in track for. I wanted to be faster, but I didn't want to be fast that bad. I was okay with my speed. I was okay with being a little quick, and and that was going to be it. But you know, I realized at the end of the day what really came with wanting to be a football, want to be a football star. Because you know, all of us we want to be a football star. When we're we're young, we're in high school. We all want to be football stars. But that track let me know that football was not my path. Like I didn't want. I didn't want to work out all the time. I didn't want to dedicate myself like that. I didn't want to run track all the time and dedicate myself like that. I don't want to lift weights all the time. So I quit powerlifting. I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to wake up early like that. We were waking up at 6.30 to 6.30 in the morning to go to, uh, to, to, to powerlifting meets. I didn't want to do that. So that wasn't my path. I didn't want to be hit. And I didn't want my block knocked off like that all the time. So instead of continuing to go down that path, I met those struggles and I was like, yo, this is not for me. Now, I'm not advocating quitting all the time. But what I'm saying is, like, if you know that something is not for you, you get it and you give it your best effort. But you really realize, "Yo, this is not for me. Get out of there, bro. Leave it alone. Get out of there. Don't touch it anymore. Right. Because you want to free up space. You want to free up time to get other places to position yourself strategically position yourself in other paths so that you can be successful in those places and thrive right uh before i go i remember these uh i remember this uh one of the commentaries i think by charles spurgeon uh talking about sort of the heroic sense of dying to self the heroic sense of kind of bleeding those habits out of you, you walk into these places, you walk into these situations when you know where you're supposed to be, when you, when you're living to die, when you're living for a purpose, when you're dying daily and you're getting that stuff out of you, there becomes like this heroic sense because you're trudging down that path, knowing that I have eliminated everything else. And I know that this path is for me and this path is constantly bringing the best out of me. I can say that endurance breeds patience, right? Brings, breeds hope because I know exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. And as I go down this path, the closer I get to the finish line, because I know it's around the corner. I know it's there. I just have to do what I need to do now in order to be successful at getting on the other side. And hopefully this is something that's benefited you and something that's helped you kind of think about different ways in approaching the paths of life that you need to be on and kind of cleaning those those things out, kind of refining yourself to meet the standards of that path and being contrarian when you need to be. Right? You don't need to be doing what everybody else is doing. That's you don't have to. Right? Not to say that you just do things and you don't take advice just because you're not taking advice. What I'm saying is knowing your unique situation and the things that you've been through and the things that you're going to go through, knowing that, hey, my path is not necessarily like this other person's path. I don't do all that. Right. But what I will do is take your advice and go on to do that. Be blessed. Take it easy.